Yesterday's big news, the Broncos firing head coach Nathaniel Hackett after that 51-14 loss to the Rams on Christmas Day. Hackett 4-11 in his first season. It's the shortest tenure of any non-interim Broncos head coach in franchise history. Shannon, this is your team. Looking to the future for me, where do the Broncos go from here? Hopefully up. <laughs> they can't be any lower than what they are right now. They're lower than well poop right now. They're at the mm. bottom of the sea. Mm. Last in a lot of statistical categories, and that's not what they expected mm. when they traded all of what they traded and paid Russell Wilson what they paid him. Um, this was the right decision. Um, the team had lost confidence in Nathaniel Hackett. You can only tell look at the defense. The defense came in third, had only given up an average of 18 points a game, and they gave up 51 mm. against a team with a bad, banged-up offensive line, a quarterback that's only been there for like uh, 24 hours. That's unacceptable. They're fighting amongst themselves. They're fighting after the game. The, 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 the Waltons, the new ownership, had no choice. It's, we talked about it yesterday. I said, they're not beholden to you now, bro. You were high before they got there. Mm-hmm. And in, in talking to them, they want to win. They didn't just be worth $65, $70 billion. What's $30 million to them? They'll eat that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't go against the cap. So you couldn't do anything with Russ. You cut Russ. That's $107 million in dead cap. You can't eat that right now. But, Russ, you on bar time next year. Mm. General manager, you on bar time. Because so. you gave, you first of all, you hired Nathaniel Hackett, and you gave Russ my, our money before we even got there. So, in other words, Skip, I got to pay off a bill that I ain't even purchased the thing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Skip, I would love to see D'Amico Ryans and Byron Leftwich get a job this offseason. But I think in this situation, you probably need to go a more proven route. Yeah. Given what Russ is. Now, let me tell you the problem is Russell Wilson has never been a one, two, three, get rid of the ball. One, two, three, four, five, get rid of the ball. He was very good at improvisational. He was very good at skip at getting off the play that was called, getting what we call off script. Mm -hmm. Russell has lost athleticism. Russ cannot run anybody. So he can't make those improvisational plays like he could for his first 10 years in Seattle. And now you see Russ, skip, how many times? You ain't never see Russ get dragged down from behind. No. Russ cannot run. Look, look like Russ cannot run me. But I tell you what, I don't know who the head coach is going to be. The first thing you do, Russell Wilson, I'm locking this office. You will no longer have an office. <laughs> All those parking spaces that you get at the stadium, they're gone too. Because you're putting yourself in front of the team. And I said it before and I said it again and I stand by it. Mm. You ticked a lot of people off with your attitude, bro. Mm-hmm. Now you can come out here and talk about we're a team and I'm good with my teammates. But deep down inside they see them. And I'm going to leave it at that. Take it with what you want to. Mm. Bronco country, let's hide. Yeah. Not ride, hide, right? Let's yeah. hide. He done crashed the car. Yeah. I told you, remember yesterday, mm-hmm. yesterday Skip, I said, let Russ cook. Yeah. Russ was cooking for us, fried a turkey, and burned the whole damn house down. Forget the meal. We Not only do we not have a meal, we ain't got no place to eat if we had a meal. Because Russ done burned it down. Mm. We talked about, oh, oh, it was Vance Joseph, he can't do this. And, and Big Fangio, he can't do that. They never looked as bad. Yep. With all those, with all, Trevor Simeon <laughs> and, 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 and Drew Locke and, and Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> and do. all those guys, they, they never not. looked as bad as they look right now. That is hard to believe. <sighs> okay, before I get to the bigger picture, back to the little picture, which is Nathaniel Hackett. Since about 1976, I've been very close with his father, mm-hmm. Paul, who is an offensive guru. Yep. 
probably a better play caller than a head coach, but he was a head coach at Pitt and then at, out here at USC, right. Southern California. Mm-hmm. Joe Montana and he were so close that Montana had him present when he the went to the Hall of Fame. So he had some great days with Joe Montana as his play caller and coordinator, along with obviously. He was Joe in Kansas Walsh. City with Joe and also. He was, he, he, when Joe ended in Kansas City, mm-hmm. he was there. So I first met Nathaniel when he was probably eight years of age, and I could not have imagined that he would ever become head coach of the Denver Broncos because I thought he was the, the one of the two sons who didn't seem to love football that much and, and sort of veered in other directions. Okay. But here he is, and there he was. And yet what happened, I'm pretty sure, is he got very, Nathaniel got very close with Aaron Rodgers. Yes. And Aaron has sworn by many, many times publicly and said he just loves having him around. He makes Aaron laugh. He keeps him a little looser. And Aaron thinks he's smart. And right. he, he enjoys the, the sparring mentally with right. him because Aaron always thinks he's the smartest guy in right. the room. And I think Nathaniel's a smart young man at age 42. He's the smartest guy in right. the room. And I think Nathaniel's a smart young man at age 42. So what did George Payton do in Denver? He said, I have designs on Aaron Rodgers, and the best way to grease the skids to get Aaron here in Denver is to go get the coach that he loves the most and make him my head coach. That's a little scary because Nathaniel's been a very good – remember, he he was calling plays for Blake Bortles, and they got all the way to up 20 to 10 early in the fourth quarter at New England. So he did that. He was calling those plays. So he's really good at that. Right. And yet, it felt like the only reason they really hired him the subliminal, you know, sort of the between the lines reason yeah. was they thought they could get Aaron and they did not land Aaron Rodgers right. for whatever reason. So here you are and you got Nathaniel. And all of a sudden, what happened to your schedule? Every game, it seemed like, was a solo stage game right out of the box. Your first one, it's solo stage, solo stage. It seemed like you had about seven in a row yes. where, where you were Monday, Sunday night, right? right? Mm-hmm. And, and all of a sudden, it put Nathaniel on the hottest of seats because it put him in the hottest of spotlights. Right. Right. And the first game is obviously against Seattle. Monday night. Yeah, on a Monday night. And it comes down to a decision. Are you going to let Russ go for it on fourth and five? Or are you going to try a 64-yard field goal right. by uh, McManus? Right. And maybe Nathaniel was on to something because he had already decided, I, I don't really want my quarterback to try this. I'd rather my kicker try this. Okay. We, I didn't have, well, I did yeah. have a problem with that 64 yards, but Skip. Look how much time he let run off the clock he before did. he called time terrible. out. It was terrible. But I don't know if Russ was in charge of that. Nathaniel should have been in of charge. Of course. So was he deferring to Russ? I, I actually thought that he would help Russ be however good Russ could be. But I think Russ is a complete solo act at this point. And I think he had little to no respect for Nathaniel and pretty much cut him out because he's going to run the offense. It's his offense. And I think he got... So many promises coming in. I, I want to run the show here because I couldn't always run the show in Seattle. Well, he never could. And, 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 and Pete was on to something. He was on to it. He got off him. In, Pete was on to something. Yep. Pete, and, and running the football and playing light side yep. defense, I think coming, coming to, 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 to Denver kind of exposed a lot of the weaknesses that Russell displayed. And like I said, Skip, he couldn't get off script now because his athleticism has waned. So now he can't get away yeah. to do all those pirouettes. He can't, get, he can't do all this run to the left and throw this way or run to the right and do that. He can't do that anymore because the athleticism isn't there and guys are chasing him down. Okay. So his, his glory days in Seattle 
were, were courtesy of, if you really look hard, of, of the Legion of Boom. Yeah. Because they were sort of running the football team. Yeah. And to your point that you made a thousand times on this show, the, the turning point for that football team came down to the, the final play of that. Or was it the last, very last play? It was the, the, Wait, the, the last play for them. Yeah, last play for them. <laughs> exactly. And at that point, Pete Carroll, it appeared, wanted to put the game and the ball and maybe the MVP in the hands of his quarterback. He wanted to go in the direction of his quarterback, and you know the rest of the story. Right. Malcolm Butler happened, greatest defensive play we've ever seen in a Super Bowl, and it ended the game. And Tom Brady's over there jumping up and down like a little kid at Christmas, It right? ended Seattle. Yeah, and it ended. It was the turning point where they just couldn't take it. It tore the guts out of the defense. They were already resentful yeah. because yeah. they said, Pete, you show him favoritism. When you scold, we do something wrong, you scold everybody yeah. else, but you let him skate. Yeah. They grew to be resentful. It wasn't, it wasn't Russell's fault that Pete showed him favoritism, but it's just like the teacher's pet. Even though it's not the he or she's fault that the yeah. teacher loves them more, that is true. but the kids in the classroom will grow resentful of said child. Okay. They grew resentful of Russ because of what Pete was doing for Russ and not holding him accountable. Yeah. That's what drove them. That is true. Somewhere Pete Carroll is, is saying, Pete, I, Pete, I, I told you so. Pete Carroll right now got the third <laughs> yeah. pick of the draft. Yeah. He got, whoa, whoa, we got the third pick of the draft. We can go a lot of different ways. We can go Jalen Carter. If we really want to get a quarterback, we can go quarterback. We, and plus, we still got our pick. We still got our first round pick. Okay. That's going to be fairly high. All right. So, I'm with you. I don't blame... The, the new family that no, runs this, and they are the dinner. wealthiest family in pro football beyond <laughs> Jerry Jones' money, right? Man, if they had Jerry Jones' money, ain't no telling what they would do. And they jumping out a window. With that little <laughs> bit of money Jerry got, what they got? <laughs> I mean, he's got a valuable team. Yeah, but, but, yeah. Yeah, but not, not that kind of money. They, they can pay Jerry. What, what you want for that? You want $20 billion? We'll give you that because we still got 40 to go. <laughs> okay. So, money is no object, no. except their sport is run by this thing called a salary, salary cap. Exactly. So, you can't defeat that no. no matter how much money you have or Jerry has. You can't you defeat You can't coach it. You fire all the coaches. I mean, you <laughs> see they fire the offensive line, yeah, coach, the special team, because they don't okay. care about that. Because they right. ain't going against the salary cap. All right. So, obviously, they hit bottom on Sunday. Was it Sunday? Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday. at, at yeah. SoFi. Yeah. Because you go in there as a three-point favorite against Baker Mayfield and what's left of the Rams, and, and you, you get blown out 51-14, to 14 and you quit on Nathaniel Hackett. The most points ever yeah. scored in a Christmas Day game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's so shameful. You have to do something. Yeah, and, and the easiest target, the first to go, is going to be the head coach because you can get away with that one and it doesn't affect your cap yeah. at all. So I get it. I, I feel sorry for Nathaniel. I, I, I'm sure Aaron's – perked up and said, well, can we get him back here? But yeah. they got Tom Clemens to come out of retirement right. to be his quarterback coach, so I don't think you could do that to Tom Clemens right. now that Green Bay is right. hot again. I don't right. know that you could reinstate Nathaniel. You could bring him back as an advisor or some, you know, yeah, if assistant you, quarterback I, coach. I don't know if you saw the video, but Russell was scrambling out of the pocket, and there's Cortland Sutton jumping up and down the side like, throw me the ball. Yeah. And Russell, I, he, Russell doesn't even look. He's standing up there, and he's looking down the field. He throws a pick. And Cortland Sutton... Yeah, okay. Well, that, that's been happening all year long. Absolutely. Okay, so now to the bigger picture. <sighs> Obviously, the apple of their eye now, the biggest target would be Sean okay. Payton yeah, who's yeah. working we'll here for us. us. Yep. But he would be great for you because he's exactly what the doctor ordered for Russell Wilson as right. he turns 35 years of age. Mm -hmm. 
it would be Sean's greatest challenge, but he did it with an older and aging Drew Brees. And so could he put Russ in the perfect spots to... Well, he did it with a broken down Drew Brees because you remember Drew Brees, when he got there, that shoulder skip. A a lot of teams, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, Miami failed him on the physical. That's how, he, that's how he ended up going to New Orleans, and he took a very like a $10 million deal. He did? And he proved himself. Okay. Had like three or four, 5,000-yard season, got to and won a Super Bowl with the league's MVP. Sean Payton can work miracles, okay. and he would need to work a miracle. He would need to work a miracle to the point where, and I'm not speaking for Sean here, and I've not spoken to Sean about this, I would be a little surprised if he would take the job because of Russ, yeah. because he might, from a distance, view Russ as unfixable yeah. at this point right. because he's gone over the edge into stardom and celebrity and True. Know, status. And- but Russ Skip game was based on athleticism. It was. The reason why Tom Brady's been able to play 23 no, years is-, is that his game isn't based on athleticism. Nope. So what? All of a sudden, he's running a 7-flat 40. Hell, when he was 22, he ran a 6-flat 40. Agreed. So his athleticism hasn't derailed I, I, I swear to you, I think Brady's a little faster now than he was when he ran the ugliest 40 I've ever seen. And that's, go that's, ahead. And that's, that's not saying, saying but- nothing. It's saying nothing. And but so, that's the point. Right. That's, that's why the he- point. He was able to play so long, Skip, because of his athleticism. Russ was an escape artist. Yes! He was best outside the pocket, just off script. Yes. Get him off script, that's when you're on script. That's when he's at his best. Yes. So now, he can't get off script because he can't get away to buy him enough time to make those plays. He's never been the guy, Skip, that's one, two, three, and throw the ball. He's never been one, two, three, four, five, and throw the ball. It's always been, hey, Russ, go make a play. Yep. And he could do that. Russ can't make any plays now. If, it, if, if it's not drawn up perfect to make a play, he can't make a play. Can't make a play. So you could go other directions. You could go for my coordinator, Dan Quinn, and you could try to strengthen your strength, right. which is your defense. defense. D'Amico yeah. Ryans, right. I think, is going to be a star of a head coach. Yeah. But you would start with him strengthening your strength, right. which is the defense, yes. right? Yes. You could do – there are all kinds of – of younger defensive potential guru head coaches, right. but you had Vic Fangio, who who is going to be big fan, uh, man. Okay. Big Fangio was, was Lombardi compared to he, he was no no he was. Remember what he did just, just a year ago? What he did at Dallas? Yeah. They're up thirty to nothing, four yeah. minutes left in the game. Right. He, and he said, "I got the blueprint." And, and if that okay. was the case, they probably should have kept Coach Fangio yeah. and give him a quarterback because that's what they were. And even now, Skip, they, the defenses have been fairly good. Yep. It's just offensively. Skip, you're not winning a whole lot of games scoring 15 points a game. Who the hell do you think you're going to be? Mm-mm. So, ironically, <laughs> by all reports, Sean Payton has already tabbed Vic Fangio to be his coordinator wherever he goes. Right. So he, you could have a welcome back to Denver, <laughs> except Vic would probably be in the role that he is most ultimately suited best suited for, yeah. which is running the defense. Yes. Okay. So would that be a great fit for you? Sure it would. It would. Okay. I just don't know that Sean's going to say, yeah, do I, I really yeah. want Because Because whoever comes there is stuck with Russ. You're stuck with you, At least for one year. At, at least maybe for two. Nah, it, nah, it, nah. It's, hell but, nah, but it's, Skip. It's pretty awful what happens even after one what, year. Well, Skip, here's the thing. There's a lot of dead cap I can, going I can, on. That's okay. But at least I have a quarterback. I can't have a dead cap and a dead man playing quarterback for me. <laughs> so something got to give. No, I got it. I, I mean, you, you could bite that bullet and just do it right now. I don't just think cut that. bait. And it's so bad that you're going to wind up trying to surround your next quarterback with a bunch of street free agents. Yeah. Seriously. I don't think you can do it, Skip. That's a hundred and that's a hundred and seven million. million. Dead. Just you just lost you wasted it. Which brings me to your GM and you brought it up to your credit. 
man, how did he survive this? Because this is a move that is absolutely crippling for your franchise. You did this. Yep. And you did pick Nathaniel Hackett, you, you right? Did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And see, Skip, that's why I did like, Shannon, you always like to be in charge. I do. Because if I do something that you wanted me to do and it goes wrong, I'm going to be looking at you some type of way. That way, if it goes wrong with me, okay, Shannon, you're the one that chose to go this way. You chose to do this. You chose to do that. I'm a, I'm a big believer in that, Skip. Yep. If you get me out of my routine, I listen to you, yep. I'm going to feel some type of way about you. That's just the way I am. Yeah. Here's my bottom line to this. I didn't realize this until I read this early this morning. Your Denver Broncos, the, the great franchise that you played for, have missed the playoffs seven years in a row? Yeah. Seven years seven. in a row? Seven. That's impossible. Seven. <sighs> okay. We bad man. We 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 bad. I'm sorry. Bro. I'm sorry, Bronco country. I am wow. sorry. Y'all deserve better than this. And this is some bull jive. <laughs> is it? This is some no. bull jive. This is a tough fix now. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to hear nothing. Hey, yeah. I don't want to hear nothing about you know you get knocked down and get back on the horse. I don't want to hear none of these cliches, Russ. <laughs> I want to see you play better. How about yeah. play better? What what where's that cliche that you gonna play better and do it? Actually do it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Former assistant Jerry Rossberg has been named the interim head coach, guys, and this could get worse. Broncos face the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend. <laughs> when it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back. To make it all happen, my happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right, VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. The Nets beat the Cavs 125-117 last night. This is Brooklyn's ninth win in a row. They now sit at third overall behind the Celtics and the Bucks. What a turnaround. Shannon, are they a legit threat in the East? They look good. I don't believe in a seven-game series they can beat a healthy Celtics or a healthy Bucks. But considering they was 12th, middle of November, and how they, they won nine straight, Skip, and they've climbed all the way to the third seed, look, we know what they are offensively. They got the two most skilled offensive players of anybody in the league. We can debate a whole lot of other things, but we can't debate Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving's skill on the offensive end. You cannot. What Jacques Vaughn has been able to do is like, guys, the reason why we're losing a lot of these games, they're killing us on the glass. Yep. Some games we're minus 16, minus 21. 
if we can just keep it close. I'm not saying that we, last night they out-rebounded the Cavs with that big lineup with Jared Allen, uh, uh, Evan Mobley, and Kevin Love. They out-rebounded that. Highly impressive and, and pretty shocking. Yep. But so now, if we can keep the rebounding close, Skip, they shot 57% from the floor, 60% from the three. <sighs> you shoot 60% from the three-point line, you're going to win a lot of ball games. Especially when you shoot now, you shoot 60%, Skip, and you only shoot 12 threes, but nobody's going to shoot 12 threes today. Everybody's shooting at least 30. They're going to get the, there's a quota, you got to get at least 30 up. The analytics say if you get 30 up, blah, blah, blah. Go but ahead. anyway, Skip, as long as they're playing like this, and we know KD and Kyrie going to give you somewhere between 50 and 65 on a nightly basis between the two. That's how skilled they are. And KD going to give it to you efficiently. Now, if Kyrie is being efficient, and he was last night, 11 of 19, mm-hmm. 7 of 11, mm-hmm. KD, 10 of 18, 5 of 8. Skip, you're not going to overcome that. And then because now you need Donovan Mitchell mm-hmm. to go along with Jared, Darius Garland. Yep. Garland was sensational. Mitch had an off night last night. He was 13 points under his season average. But, yes, the Bucks with that offensive firepower, and KD spoke of it, we ain't got no COVID distraction. We ain't got no more link distraction. Kyrie is balling. Kyrie, you know, Kyrie had missed, what, what, eight games. So they were struggling. That was 30 points that you take it out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. But now they don't have distractions. KD is just about ball. They bought into Jock Bond. Now, I don't know what he did behind the scenes. Um, maybe it's the practice schedule. Maybe they keep the, the thing the thing. It's basketball. Yep. And they don't have the distractions. They're playing unbelievable basketball. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. You, you, you know who he is, right? Mm. Kevin Durant. You know who he is. He that dude. I'll he him. what he said. He, he, I, I'm... I'm Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah. You, yes, you are. Yeah. Supremely skilled. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie Irving was just dancing last night. Shall anybody, shall I have this dance? Yes, you may. Mm. Even at the end of the game, when, when they were scrambling to get the ball out of his hand, triple teaming him. They can't take that, it from that, him. He just. He's like a Harlem Globe trying to give you remember the Harlem Rings around him. Curly Neal. Curly Neal. He went Curly <laughs> Neal on him down the stretch last night. Okay. I have a whole lot to say about this, but I start with this. Last night was the first night this year, first night in two years. I actually put one foot back on the Nets bandwagon because this was legit. This is real. This is Cleveland at Cleveland because they are legit. Yes. And this was some firepower on display here. This was a team that will at least scare the unholy hell out of Boston Mm -hmm. or who else did you say? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I picked the Sixers before the year started to win the East, and I'm sticking with that because they're about as hot as this team is. They're about to get Maxie back, and I don't even know, maybe he doesn't fit into what they're doing, but now that James Harden has turned himself into John Stockton, maybe maybe it's going to (laughs) work. So I, I still think Embiid is the best player in the East, and he's playing at a supremely high level as we speak. I, I would give him my early point MVP, but that's a whole nother issue. Better than East? Yes, he Joel is. Levy? Yes, he is. He better than Giannis? He, he is sensational. Better than Jason Tatum right now? He's such a better shooter than Giannis. Embiid, I, I, I trust him from three more than I trust any of the Lakers. Seriously. Yeah, well, I, I do. I know, but <laughs> seriously. That, is, okay. but Skip, that ain't saying much. Uh, well, it is. It, it, it's I seven feet tall. I trust you from okay, three right. more than I trust any Lakers. You How about should. That? You should. <laughs> All right. So what has happened here? Well, the best thing that happened, to Kevin Durant's credit, was they fired Steve Nash because he needed to go. So actually, 
Kevin created a lot of turmoil, a lot of hubbub, uh -huh. because he demanded that both the coach and the GM go. And the GM is still there, but the coach, which is the more important of the two as far as Kevin's life right. was concerned, is gone. Right. Because he was overthinking everything because Steve Nash has genius about him. I mean, if you look back at his career, what he did, he won back-to-back -back MVPs. Right. He's got basketball genius, but he can't translate it right. because he, he just – overcomplicated everything and he overcomplicated shoot arounds right. to the point Kevin's saying I don't want to do that right it's wasted time right. it's wasted energy right. so Jacques Vaughn comes in and his quote last night was I am a simple person I have simplified everything starting with the amount of time we spend on shoot arounds that came straight from the horse's mouth that's what Kevin wanted okay. right that the be whole hard. playbook has been simplified Let's just play basketball. And all of a sudden, he is somehow, Jacques Vaughn should be the coach of the year. He's on pace to do it. But he has actually got his team to commit to playing this thing called defense. Yep. They have risen to eighth in the league in defensive efficiency, the Nets, yep. who played no defense last year, as you know, and you kept pointing out correctly again and again and again. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Last night, they played defense. And guess who led the charge? The guy who can't play offense. The guy who can't <laughs> shoot and won't shoot. Ben Simmons last night, I got to tell you, I watched this game from start to finish. That was a defensive player of the year performance. I'm not saying he's a defensive player. I'm just saying that was a performance because he made it hard on Donovan Mitchell yeah. because Ben Simmons is six feet ten, right. and he's got like a seven four wingspan, and he's agile. He moves like a two guard. Yeah, he can't shoot like a two guard. No. He, but he can handle. He can distribute. He can orchestrate, and then he really cares about defending because he seems to get a kick out of it because. He's much more comfortable defending right. than offending right. because he's just offensive Wait. when he plays offense, <laughs> yes. right? Yep. Okay? So all of a sudden, if you get him setting the tone on defense, you got a chance right. because they didn't have a chance last year, and Nikki Claxton's a little light in the behind. Yep. But but still, if Kevin decides, I'm going to rebound, who who got the boards? Kevin had nine, nine last nine. night. He, he should get ten every night. Ben Simmons had nine. Yeah. Okay, Ben Simmons TJ Warren. TJ okay. Warren offensive. Okay, here we go. That's I, your guy. You I, I told you before the year, T.J. Warren can flat out score he the can. basketball. He He's like one of those guys who were just born scoring. Right. Well, he comes off the bench, and, and he, they, they let him run. They gave him 27 minutes last night, but he goes 9 of 14 and scores 23 points. Yeah. He was scoring. He was playing in the fourth quarter. Didn't he play some? It, it seemed like he made some shots in the fourth quarter. Let me look here. He scored six in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the point is, if, if you get T.J. Warren in gear, well, he, he's like – he, he's like a fourth or fifth star, you yeah. know, like not a star, but, but like a, a semi-star. You remember him in yeah. the bubble? Do I? Hey, we, he it dropped crazy. 50. He, like kill, he killed the Lakers he one did. game. He did. I mean, he's capable of scoring 50 points. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to feature him like that, but is he capable of averaging 20 again? Yes, he is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. He, he doesn't seem to mind coming off the bench. And when he comes in, he comes in with that mentality of he's just, score. I, I'm going to score. A, he's a score skip. Yes, so he, he comes in, like, and they're giving him the green light. So he's coming in looking for his shot. Yeah, and, and I got to tell you, this Watanabe kid has bounced around. But yeah. you want to talk about coming in with conviction? He, he just says, give me the damn ball, and I'm going to shoot it. And, and he's draining big threes in the right. fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah he, he can play. They, they have a nice depth. They, they have – Remember, we talked about Royce O'Neal will help set a new tone on defense, and he will defend at a pretty high level, and he's just a good teammate. He's good to have around. And all of a sudden, 
Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Kevin Durant's having one of those years again. Yeah. I know he's an aging player. He's getting up there, too, yeah. at 35, right? 34, 35, 35. yeah. Okay, so he, he's a career-high 56% from the floor. Well, th- that'll work. So he's 37 and 5. He's 37% from three, but just as important, he's 93%, which is a career-high, from the free-throw line. Mm-hmm. So he's getting just to be automatic from the free-throw line. So you can trust him. Kyrie's as clutch as, as a, of a closer as you can get. And all of a sudden, you have a real live basketball team that seems to be having fun playing basketball yeah. again. Well, of course, after the game, Kevin had to take a shot at the media, and he said, I'm just paraphrasing because I, I, get, I, get, I get worn out with the quotes. Here's the quote. He said, I had so many friends like, yo, okay, you all right, man? And he said, man, there's so much craziness going on with y'all. That's from a friend. And and, then Kevin says, I'm like, seriously, it's not really that crazy. Like, we don't talk about this SH at all. We just come in and go to work. Well, the SH was caused by Kyrie wouldn't get vaccinated. Then Kyrie posted that link and Kevin is demanding a trade and wants the coach and the GM fight. I'd say that's a soap opera. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, people are going to write about that, but they'll write about your basketball just yes. as well. He said yeah. the media doesn't really want to write about basketball. Yeah, we yeah, do. We, we just write. Right. We, we're talking about well, it because what, y'all what we went nine straight. We just went nine minutes or whatever we've yeah. gone so far. We're talking about basketball but, right. because you guys are actually playing right. it. Yeah, you go from 12th all the way to third yeah. in, a matter, in, okay. in, in a month's time. Okay, so they're eighth in defensive efficiency, but they're second in offensive efficiency. That, that'll work. Who? You're, you're going to win a lot of games. The, the, the offense is not what you're concerned about. Because, <laughs> no. Skip, you got two of the most skilled guys that, that's ever played the game. Yeah. Defensively is what you were getting. You've given up 130. You've given up 135. It was just like give up defense. Yeah. It, it was like mail in. We don't care about defense. I, I agree with you. I don't know what, what uh, Jacques Vaughn did, what he said, but it's working. All I know is this. If I'm a head coach and my star player, if I'm a basketball player, and he says, well, you know, that right there, that's not really helping us. I need you to do this, this, and this. Well, I'm going to do this, this, and this. I mean, it's like a quarterback. If John said he wanted to run a play again, Mike didn't say, nah, we're going to the next. We ran the damn play again. Skip the man said he wanted to see that play again. Okay. Okay, the guy said he wanted a different type of practice, a different type of shoot around. He did. Give him that. Gave it to him. Hey, 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 hey we need to work harder. You want your tongue hanging out? Okay. <laughs> Let's but, go. But it's not like Kevin doesn't want to work hard yeah, because he yeah. will work hard on that, his game. That's what he's he just said. saying. We're wasting our time at a shoot around because we're, it's not getting us he's anywhere. He's not working hard enough. No. It, it, or you weren't working on the things that he felt was conducive yeah. to help him become a better ball player, which would in turn help them win more basketball games. Give okay. the man what he wants. Okay. So in the, all those third level stats, like effect, excuse me, effective field goal percentage, true shooting percentage. The Nets are number one in the league because that's what they do best. They are doing best what they do best, and yet they are still committing to the other end of the floor. Yeah. And I think Ben Simmons is actually rubbing off on them, which is why you, you can certainly make the – I tried to make the case last year. If he can get psychologically right, right, if he can get where he's not a liability on offense and he just does the little things – what was he last night? He scored four points, but to your point, he had nine rebounds and eight assists. Well, that's, that's what right. he does, right. okay? So just focus on that. Okay, just do that and then go play defense. Right. And by the way, they had nobody could stop Darius Garland from Vanderbilt University by way of. Oh, they, 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 no, he's okay. getting, he gets to go and skip. Hey, 
And that's what makes them dangerous because they got two guys that can take turns doing it, kind of like the Brooklyn Nets. Okay, we, you st- Kyrie, like, okay, we got Kyrie under control. But you got another guy that's seven foot that's going to go get you 50. Or we got KD under control, and we know Kyrie can put the ball on the string, get to the rim, mid-range, shoot the three, you file him. He's like an 88, 90% free-throw right. shooter. Well, like, Kyrie cannot guard Darius Garland. No, nor, no, no. nor can Darius guard Kyrie. No. So it's just like... Well, you got to attack. You, you go, I go. You go, I go. And that's the Whatever thing. you can do, I'll do better. And you know, I, I, they, they dabbed each other after yep. the game. They're like, bro, you had to go. Yeah, you had to go in too. Well, well they did. <laughs> okay, Darius Garland, he looks too little to do what he does, but he just goes no. in the lane, just scores like crazy. He, he, he man, he, and he, Skip, he got that, and he had, he got a layup package. I mean, right. we, Kyrie, I mean, but he kissed one off the glass. They, I thought it was like, ain't no way that's going in. And it hit the top of the glass, it, it went in. He was making floaters that, yeah. that made Trey Young look like. Like he should be back at Oklahoma playing yeah. basketball, and then he had the three ball going. It, it was it was a great it was a great game. It, to watch. it was it was a spectator's yeah. delight. Yeah, man, I like games like that. Whew. But listen, Ben Simmons on Spider Man on Donovan Mitchell. Whew. Yeah, did a number on him. Okay, so, so they just said you stop him and we'll let Darius do whatever he wants right. to do, and they won fairly easily. Right, they they yeah. ended up winning by eight, but they were in control from start to finish. Right. Okay, so does history tell you that they're going to have soap opera issues? Maybe, maybe. But have I, they gotten it out of their system? I think because they want, they're, they're winning and they've been drama-free, yeah. I think they said the best way for us to continue to play, Skip, is to be drama-free. I don't think we'll have any issues. I think Kyrie is going to be on his best behavior because Kyrie still wants that max contract. Yeah, Kyrie, hey, Kyrie, like, hey, I got, 200, I got a quarter of a bill out there looking for me. Now, I don't know if he's going to get that from the Nets. Maybe. They make a deep playoff run, maybe, maybe get to a, you know, maybe to Eastern Conference Finals, make the maybe. final skip. Maybe. I don't think you break that up. <sighs> Boy, the East is getting very interesting. It is. Whew. I still think Boston and uh, Milwaukee. Extremely interesting. Right, we'll see. Guys, KD turned 34 in September, and okay. by the way, he dropped 32 points last night. Which, sorry, Skip, that was good enough to pass your guy Tim Duncan on the all-time scoring hey, list for the number hey, 15 man. spot. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Breaking news, J.J. Watt announcing on Twitter this morning he is retiring at the end of this season. 
J.J. has won Defensive Player of the Year three times, and he was a member of the Hall of Fame's All-2010s team. Shannon, such a force on this game. How will you remember J.J.'s career? <laughs> he was the best player for a period of time. He was the best player, best defensive player in all of football, and you could have made a case he was the best player in football. I remember one of Wade Phillips' first comments days. Like, well, Wade, what if what if uh, JJ Watt's a bust? He said, Yeah, he'll be a bust in Canton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Skip, three-time Defensive Player of the Year. He's a five-time first-team All-Pro. As Jim mentioned, uh, All-Decade of the 2010s, a two-time sack leader. He's the only man to record two different seasons in which he's had at least 20 sacks. Uh, Walter Payton, Man of the Year. Even this year, Skip, nine and a half sacks, 14 tackle for losses, 33 sack- tackles in his 12th NFL season. Yeah, he's uh, he's gonna be on. He's Obviously, he's going to Canton. I mean, but an impeccable career. You, you can't – I don't know if he could have done any better than what he done with his career. I don't think anybody saw this, this, because I saw him at Wisconsin skipping the uh, – I only saw him in the – I think I saw him in – I think it was the Rose Bowl. Mm. And I was like, okay, solid player. He's solid. You yep. know, 3-4, uh, solid, mm-hmm. five technique. Yep. I didn't see this. Mm. Not this. Because at this point, you're like, man, can he be the greatest defensive? Skip, you remember that stretch? We came on and I say, Skip, I don't know. He got a chance to be the greatest defensive player all the time. And then the injuries happened and the injuries he, kinda, happened. he never recaptured what he once was. He did not. I hear everything you just said. And it's sad to me that he's only 33 years of age and he is talking about retirement. Right. Maybe maybe he'll change his mind. Yeah, he tweeted, Coa's yeah. first ever NFL game, my yep. last ever home game. Boy, he looked good the other night, but, but Tampa will do that to you. But, yeah. but it felt like a last hurrah kind of right. game for him. So he had that stretch, 2012, then 14 and 15. He's Defensive Player of the Year. So three out of four years, you won Defensive Player of the Year. That is dominating. Yeah, yeah. Never had that much success in the post, no. but it's you're in the wrong place at right. the wrong time. They got to the post, but he played nine playoff games, and he was three and six, yeah. and those, as far as he got, would be the divisional round, right. obviously. Those are Houston games. Right. Didn't have the quarterback to back him up. But then to your point, and I've made this point, I kept seeing the YouTubes, and he's doing things to his body. He is risking in the name of exercise and fitness, he is risking YouTube stunts that I'm saying, that is dangerous, man. Because you know, you, you can put yourself in some precarious situations. Yeah. And between that and all the sumo wrestling that you have to do in the middle of a, <laughs> exactly. of a line, yeah, yeah. all of a sudden he starts to break down. So the first five years he played every game. Right. And then the last six years, he's only had two full seasons out of the last six because he's been hurt a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just what's going to happen at that interior position. Yes. But when Brady's playing at 45, you'd like to see him play past 33 because yes. he has great, he has Hall of Fame greatness to him. Yeah, but they yeah. they they made no rules yet to protect the no. lineman. No, no offensive no. lineman skill. So you like they're hitting every single play, pass blocking or <clears throat> running. They're trying to move a man against their will. He's trying to move the offensive lineman out of his way against his will. The offensive lineman is trying to move him out of the way against his will. So collision, 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 collision. 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 And you're getting hit from blind sides both ways. Double team people falling yeah. into you and all kinds of extraneous hits or yeah. hit. You. People are cr- yeah. crashing into you. And your knees are getting hurt. Yeah, like Jim Marshall still yeah. played 19, 20 years and didn't miss I, a game. I don't, I don't How? Know. I don't and know. you remember back Minnesota was outside then, Skip. 
So now you think about what the middle, what the winners are like in Minnesota outside, Green Bay outside, Chicago outside. Yep. And you played 20 years. Okay. So he, he effectively had five great years. That's what he had. Yes. And, and there are five of the greatest defensive years. They're up there with Lawrence Taylor yeah. kind of pr- pr- achievement and production. For a D-tackle to yeah. have, Skip, 20 sacks yep. and had two of those? Nobody else has ever done that. Nobody's ever had 20 sacks in multiple seasons. He did that. Yeah. He has been about as good at getting hands on passes, oh, batting yeah, footballs. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's been a better one that I can remember. Nah. What, what do we give him, 6'5"? Six, six, yeah, six, he's probably 6'5". Six, six, okay. Six, but four, he, six, five. he can get up. Yeah. He's also – he was the Great master timing, of, of timing it and catching it. Yeah. Because his rookie season, skipping a playoff game, I think they played yeah. in Cincinnati. Yeah. He jumps he up, snags it out there, and runs it back for a touchdown. Okay. That, was, that was his coming out party. Yep, I agree. So he had a great stretch, but maybe, maybe that's all you could expect in this day and age yeah. from that body, the, the way you take a beat. If, if you can get that, Skip, if somebody going to tell me, say, look, man, you can only give him five years, and you will give this kind of resume, just imagine if, if an offensive player, Skip, gave you three MVPs, five Pro Bowls, gave you five All-Pro seasons, your Walter Payton Man of the Year, lead the league in passing, yep. or lead the league in rushing. George J. White had an unbelievable career. Yeah. I will always wonder if, in fact, this is the end for him. If, if he tried some things exercise-wise that he shouldn't have tried. Well, I don't know, flipping a thousand-pound tires. That's what I'm or, saying. That that or, kind or, of thing. Or hopping up on sixty-inch yeah. box a, his, a man his size. But I mean, you just, just look. It's, he felt that that's what he felt that's what gave him an advantage was, and so you know you push the envelope. If this is good, a little more got to be better. Okay. And so that's what athletes try to do. You try to push no, yourself. I, I, I so got when it. it comes game, uh, I've, I've done this a million times in training. Okay, but you're you're self-promoting at the risk of, of self-defeating. Yeah. Because oh. we've all we've all done it, Skip. Yeah. We've all done it. Yeah. Me having those 170-pound yeah. dumbbells. Yep. Me trying to deadlift 600 pounds. Me, Skip. Yeah, we we've all put ourselves at risk. And yeah, I just, but I don't think you tore your body down. No, 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 no. I did, but I, there are some t- there are some things. Skip, I mean, I'm a tight end. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Uh, uh, you know, you know, press 170 pound dumbbells. Why? That was my ego. Okay. But I, that's me putting myself at risk. Why the hell I need to deadlift 600 pounds? Hey, who am I picking up? Unless it it steals you psychologically for warfare. You know, yeah, like what, like you, you like, feel like I'm just stronger and tougher than he. Right. Because I know. Excuse yeah. me. Right. I knew I was going to have to block guys. I was really never blocking a whole lot of guys my size. It was always a linebacker that was 250, a D-lineman that was 280, 300 pounds. Yep. So I'm like, man, hey, I bench this much. I deadlift this That's much. I should I'm be saying. able to hold him yeah. for at least to let TD get to the line of scrimmage. And yep. then TD, you on your own after that. Yep. So, yeah, but, Skip, you know, you put yourself at risk. I mean, but you know what, J.J.? Bruh, if I had a cap, I'd yeah, tip it to no. you, bro, because you had an unbelievable. No, and he got Walter Payton Man of the Year. Yep. So no. he's not only was he good in the field, he was good in the community. And Skip, remember the, the the flood that he raised? He, all, he raised that money, a lot of money for uh, the victims. Uh, yeah, that's what he won the man of the year for. Twenty seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Congrats, bro. He Career has definitely well been fantastic on and off the field, guys. Yep. This announcement means this past Sunday's home game was his last ever home game. Congratulations, JJ, on an amazing career.